Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to day eight of Get Grateful. You're listening to The Daily Drive podcast with Josh Downs. And again, this is day eight of our 10-day series on gratitude. We're almost there where each day leading up to Thanksgiving will focus on different aspects, stories, and principles of gratitude, all in an effort, as always, to cultivate an attitude of gratitude within us and hopefully focus a little bit more in our life on what we have instead of what we don't. Now, quick update on my Give Thanks for Gas fundraiser. After a last-minute push last evening, we are now at $2,860. Again, I just don't know what to say to such generosity, but thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for all of those that have donated, that have shared the fundraiser, or in their hearts would donate if they were able to. And also for all those that have found their own way to say thank you to someone this Thanksgiving. I can't wait to see the smiles that will bring to the people that we'll be visiting and dropping these pies and gift cards off to, which right now stands at 35 people. I keep thinking that we've hit our limit, but now I'm pushing for 3,000. <laughs> I think that's a good solid number and a good place for us to end on. So there's still a whole day left to donate if you'd like to. And again, anything will help. You could donate through my fundraiser at Give Thanks for Gas on Facebook or Venmo has worked well for a lot of people at Joshua-Downs. We're going to do it. I know it. I'll give you a final update tomorrow on just how much we were able to raise. Now, today's message of gratitude comes from a U.S. Army soldier named Mac St. John's, who shares this true story about a Thanksgiving miracle that he experienced during World War II. And it's found on a website titled Guideposts. The story is titled The Message That Saved My Life. And Mac St. John's was stationed in France during World War II. And of this experience, he writes, in the winter of 1944, during World War II, I was in France, a platoon sergeant in the Yankee division under General Patton. About mid-December, I received a letter from my mother back in the States, which in it she wrote, Can you remember, she asked, where you were on Thanksgiving Day? Could I remember, he thought to himself, how could I forget the odd thing that happened that day? At dawn, he says, I was sent to check out a crossroads where an enemy strong point was suspected. And normally, in moving towards that strong point, I would have had my men fan out so that they could move with the cover of the trees. But just before we started out that Thanksgiving morning, for some reason I stopped. And for some reason I stood still, stark still, arguing with myself even about what I should do. For some reason, he says he felt impressed to go against what would have been standard procedure in moving towards a possible enemy position. He continues, after standing still for quite some time and debating what I should do, I decided to go strictly against the book, and I walked my men right down the middle of the road in an exposed column. No one fired at us. There was no evidence, in fact, of the enemy. We found the crossroads unoccupied and turned to walk back. While walking back, there on the backside of the trees, where only the German soldiers would have seen, were signs cautioning Minen, which is German for mines. The woods surrounding the road were mined. We could have been, and most likely would have been, blown to bits, as standard procedure and just common sense would have implied for us to do. Going back to my mother's letter, she continued, 
She told me how she awakened after midnight on that Thanksgiving Eve when it would have just been daylight in France. And after waking up, his mother wrote, I had a strong feeling that you were in great danger. And when I opened my Bible, a phrase in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17 gleamed on the page, Stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand ye still. Stark still he says. Somehow a mother's message was received by her son while thousands of miles away from her. A mother's connection to her children spanned the distance of both space and time, and any mother will tell you that. Whether they're still with us in life or have passed on, their messages of love, hope, comfort, and even warnings will forever be felt. One prophet taught in scripture, in fact, that angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. When we feel the Spirit instructing us, guiding us, comforting us, and even warning us, who's to say that those messages aren't being delivered by angels to us? And who could be more angelic than many of our own mothers? And you know, even if we didn't have an angelic mother, as I know many haven't, we still have many on both this side and the other side of the veil who love us and cheer for us in our accomplishments and weep with us in our pain. We are never alone in those messages if we listen carefully will confirm as much. Even during the middle of war, on a lonely dirt road, they can be received if we just stand still enough to receive them. Now, one of the things that we would do well to express gratitude for each and every day are our dear mothers, or anyone that has been mother-like to us, providing comfort, support, encouragement, and love. I remember while growing up watching the movie Hook with Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. Hopefully many of you remember that. It's such a, a classic real-life adaptation of Peter Pan, told from the perspective of Peter Pan after growing up in the real world and even having kids of his own, only to, as part of the, the plot, have those kids kidnapped by his arch enemy, Captain Hook, and taken back to Neverland in an attempt to bring Peter out of retirement <laughs> to face Captain Hook once more. Such a great movie with such great lines that many of you will remember, like Bangarang, and who can forget when Peter starts using his imagination again before having a food fight with the Lost Boys and then telling him, Peter, you're doing it, or run home Jack, run home Jack, which was meant to be home run Jack. But one of the best lines comes from Peter Pan's feisty five-year-old daughter, Maggie, who in a moment of defiance against her captor, Captain Hook, boldly proclaims the problem and the solution to his evil nature when she says, you need a mother very, very badly. (laughs) And convincing Peter Pan towards the end of the, the movie to spare his life by reminding Peter, Dad, he's just a mean old man without a mommy. President Gordon B. Hinckley, a leader of my faith, once said, we must never lose sight of the strength of the women. It is mothers who most directly affect the lives of their children. It is mothers who nurture them and bring them up in the ways of the Lord. Their influence is paramount. They are the creators of life. They are the nurturers of children. They are the teachers of young women. They are our indispensable companions. They are our co-workers in building the kingdom of God. How great is their role. How marvelous their contribution. Another beloved former leader, President Thomas S. Monson, speaking in reference to our earthly mothers, said, Many of us treasure this truth. One cannot forget mother and remember God. One cannot remember mother and forget God. Why? 
because these two sacred persons, God and our earthly mother, partners in creation, in love, in sacrifice, in service, are as one. President Boyd K. Packer, another leader of my faith, in April 2013, in a talk titled, These Things I Know, said, as it relates to our story earlier, I have come to know that faith is a real power, not just an expression of belief. There are few things more powerful than the faithful prayers of a righteous mother. I believe that many of the good things that have come to me in my life, including the timely messages of hope, encouragement, love, and even warnings of danger, have come to me because of the faith and the love of my own mother. My biggest fan has always been and will always be my mom. And yet, how easy is it to take a mother's love for granted? I've always loved the simple reminder of why not to. You may have riches and wealth untold, baskets of jewels and caskets of gold, but richer than I, you will never be. For I had a mother who read to me. (laughs) So my simple invitation to help with getting grateful this Thanksgiving season is to express gratitude for your mothers, whether they're still with us or not. It shouldn't be too hard, especially if they are here, given all the delicious food that she will have prepared for many of you this Thursday. In some quiet way, unique to you, will you find a way to express your gratitude for your mother? Send her a message, write her a letter, tell her in person or over the phone. Give her a hug that lasts a little longer than usual. Thank her for all that she has done that you have seen and that has gone unseen to bless your life. And as I mentioned, if a loving mother hasn't been your lot in life, instead of focusing on what you didn't have, focus on what you did have. Because that's the opportunity, the power and the gift of gratitude. I know that there will be others, both seen and unseen, that you can express gratitude for in your life. I know many that have become the type of mother they have always wanted because they didn't have it themselves. And what a gift and blessing you have become to your own children in doing so. And one day, they will thank you immensely for it. (laughs) Although notice I said one day. (laughs) Don't expect it to come today or tomorrow or even sometimes in the near future. Sometimes it takes time for us to really learn to appreciate what we have. But truth be told, I'm not sure that we can get a closer glimpse of the face of God than when we see the face of a good mother. Thanks, everyone. Now, don't you dare miss an opportunity to express your gratitude to your mothers this Thanksgiving. Although she may not have sent a message that saved your life on a battlefield thousands of miles away, I'm certain she sent you messages of love, comfort, and concern just as important and just as impactful as was a mother's message to a lone platoon sergeant named Max St. John's on a battlefield during World War II. May we among the hustle and bustle of the day this Thanksgiving stand still, long enough to listen to and receive the message of love that is being sent to many of us from the dinner that is being prepared. And may all those that are mothers recognize their worth and the important and even vital role that they play in the lives of their children. Of all of the things to express gratitude for this Thanksgiving, expressing gratitude for our mothers, I hope would be near the top of many of our lists. And again, for those for whom it wouldn't be, make sure it is for your children and you will be grateful regardless of your situation. And mom, while I have the opportunity, as always, I am so grateful and thankful for you and for all the love that you've given me over the years and continue to every single day. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, I can almost taste the turkey. Until then and day nine of Get Grateful, I'm Josh Downs and this is The Daily Drive.